Today, we have part three of Do You Believe in Healing? And we are in the book of James, for those who are guests. And we are on the 14th and 15th verses. It says in verse 14, Is any among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they must they ought to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he have committed any sins, then they will be forgiven him. Well, we want to pick up where we left off and finish that thought before we go to the 16th, 17th, and 18th verses next week. In Isaiah 53, verse 5, all of you know this scripture. It's the scripture that tells us uh, about our salvation, about our deliverance, about our healings. Uh, basically, it tells us that uh, but we were wounded for his transgressions. Um, and he, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and chastised our peace upon him. With his stripes we were healed. So it speaks of that. And... It tells us there that we are healed. We said that word healing uh, means that uh, Rafael is restoring every aspect of a person back to what God intended it to be. I think we sometimes, we said that uh, we we have a narrow view of the word healed by the stripes we're healed. uh, Because we think of, normally we think of physical healing, which which is fine because it includes that. But we are, we're missing something if we only think it's physical because we do know that um, people can be healed mentally. People get sick mentally. Uh, people are sick emotionally also. And so uh, there are all types of sicknesses. So uh, we want to expand our definition of heal and to include those things. We also said that um, it's God's will to heal. We said that. We said that we should have in your theology that everyone that you pray for should uh, be healed. Uh, you expect that. You should also have in your theology that everyone that you uh, lead to, to, to the sinner's prayer, through the sinner's prayer, is going to be saved. You should have that theology, even though we know that everybody's not going to be saved, even though we know everybody's not going to be healed, you know, in this life. But it's different between healing and salvation now because um, in, 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 in healing, you cannot be healed in this life, but you will be healed in the next one because we get a, our glorified body. Is that correct? But if you don't get saved in this life, you are your future seal in the lake of fire, period. You know? So there's no other, another, no other chance for you, uh, anyone, if they don't uh, receive salvation in this life. We uh, said that we should also... Uh, do what Jesus is doing, and, and whatever he's doing, we should do it. Let's look at John chapter 5. Let's look there in verse 19 and 21. We need to always pattern ourselves after the, the pattern, which is Jesus Christ, the cornerstone. And it says, Jesus therefore answered and was saying to them, Truly, truly, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself. Unless it is something he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, these things the Son also does in like manner. 
Now that's important to us. Because if Jesus healed, that means he must have seen the Father doing what? Healing. And it tells us that then uh, as he is, so are we in this, this world, this earth. Also, we know that Jesus, when he walked the earth, he healed. Is that correct? When we read the Bible, what do we see Jesus doing? Healing, going about, you know, uh, doing good, healing people, all who are oppressed by the devil. We see that in the, in the scripture. So what should we be doing? We should be doing the same thing about doing good and also about uh, uh, bringing healing into people's life to the recognition that, that God has paid the price for our healing just like he has for our salvation. It says in verse 20, For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things. Wow. Now, that's interesting now. He loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself is doing. And greater works than these will he show him. Does does that sound familiar? It sounds just like Jesus said to us, isn't it? That you may marvel... Verse 21, for just as the father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the son also gives life to whom he wishes. So that's very important. That's very important. Whatever the father's doing, that's what Jesus did. Whatever Jesus is doing, that's what we're going to do. Let's look at John chapter 15, verse 12 and 17. I added this in that section because I think we still need encouragement that we need to be about God's business. We need to be about um, stepping out in faith, believing that those things that he did, we should be doing too. It says that this is, a, is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that they lay down his life for his friends. This is important right here. You are my friends if you do what I command you. That's interesting now. Verse 15. No longer do I call you slaves, for a slave does not know what his master is doing, but I call you friends for, or it can be because, all things that I have heard from my father, I have made them known to you. Wow. So a slave doesn't know what the master is doing. But since we're not slaves any longer, we're friends, he shows us those things that he's heard from the Father. So we should be knowing what Jesus is doing. He shouldn't be hiding things from us, should he? Because we are his friends. You don't hide things from your friends, you hide them from your slave, but not your friends. What is Jesus doing, I wonder? We, we know now, at this particular time, he is ever interceding on our behalf. We know that because the word says so. Is that correct? He's ever interceding on our behalf. We know that. What should we be doing? Interceding in behalf of others, shouldn't we? We know that Jesus is healing people today, don't we? Because we hear testimonies of people getting healed. I'm excited about that because I tell you, 
if he's doing it, I want to do it. And if he says that he's going to show me those things that the Father's doing, then I know that he's going to show it to me. And I know he's going to show it to you. So I, I, I can get excited about just observing. We're supposed to be watching and praying. And you remember, um, this is not in my notes, but do, do you remember when uh, the disciples that came to the, uh, the temple and it was a, a man that was there, he was lame. And he looked at him intently. And what did he do? You, do you remember what he did? Yeah. You know, he, 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 he saw, he saw faith. You know, he, he said, you know, seven gold, I don't have this, but, but you know what I do have, I, I can give you. He says that, he took him by the right hand and he said, get up. And he, he, he pulled him up. And the man's ankles got strong, and he started walking. Not only did he start walking, he started leaping. Now, somebody who's never walked before, to leap is something very extraordinary, you know. The man was not no young chick. The man was older, you know. He was older. So here's a man walking and leaping, praising God. Do we look at people, do we observe people, and do we see what God is saying? Are we re- very uh, attentive to people? Because I want to encourage you today, be attentive. You know? That's what our greeters should be doing. That's what our ushers should be doing. That's what you should be doing. Is when people come in, you shake their hand and you, you look at them. But you're not just looking at them to see what they have on. You're not looking at them to see whether their hair is combed, you know, and all this stuff. You're looking through them, through their eyes, you know, and you're trying to see the state of their soul, seeing what God is saying. They, they may be uh, acting like they're happy, but you can see they're not. You know, you think God want to tell you something sometime? Do we really pay attention? Are we really attentive when we see people? If you go to, um, if you take your car, well, not take your car. Let's say that as a mechanic is a friend of yours, a very good mechanic, and you went over his house, and he was standing by your car. You, you just had a car running. You just stopped by the house just to, you know, take him a Christmas present or something like that. Do you know that mechanic ear is tuned to hear things mechanically? My ear is not tuned to hear things mechanically, you know. Uh, but a mechanic's ears are t- tuned to hear that. And if you hear a little tick, 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 then a mechanic knows that there's something wrong here, you know. Have, have you, do you have enough oil in your car? You know, maybe your valves, you know, there's something wrong with your valves here. I wonder, you know, you, you, you hear things. I hear things when something goes wrong with my car, but I don't know what it is. Because my, my ear, I don't have a trained ear to hear those things. Uh, but I do know that we all should have spiritual ears. We all should be able to hear and see spiritual things. Yeah. When somebody say hello, are they really saying, are they really saying hello? Do you read something? Do you hear something within that voice? 
It's very important. Very important to do that. I know that I believe that Jesus did. I believe that the disciples did. Yeah. I believe that they knew when somebody was saying stuff. Do you remember the lady who was um, following the disciples and they said, um, and she'll say, oh, these are men of God. Pay attention to them. You know, they have the words of life. But she had a spirit of divination. You remember that? Now, their ears were tuned to hearing that. And not only, they hear something good and hear something true, but it was something deeper than that, you see. She wasn't speaking by just herself. She was speaking by an unclean spirit. So you have to, have to be listening and attentive, and God will show you some things. That's very important, especially these Christmas uh, days when you're going to see a lot of people, a lot of people. And sometimes you can look at a person and you can say, you know, this person, uh, they are sad. For some reason, I don't know. Well, you know, try to uh, make a little conversation with them and see what happened to this situation. That happened to me uh, the other day. Uh, you know, and, and, and I just, I'm thankful that, that I'm, I was attentive and had the desire to listen to the person. And the person just share it with me. And it's okay. That's fine. You know. Let's look a little further down. At the end of Sunday's message last week, we said that there are some things that can hinder healing. Now, when I say can hinder, hinder healing, what do I mean? I know you say you mean can. Yes, I mean can. But I mean that it's not necessary... It's not really not necessary that, that this is going to hold up healing, but it can. Okay. Can God overrule anything? Okay, we said three things last week, and we stopped at three. We have six. What was the first one? It doesn't matter whether it was first or second or third. It doesn't matter. Okay, a lack of faith. That's, that was one of them. Okay. What was another one? Sin in your lives. Okay, you reading it. You reading it, Elder John. That's good. I mean, Elder Sam, it's cool, man. Do you know that it's wise to take notes? Do you know that? And if you take notes, you can go back to those notes. But if you don't take no notes, you have to go by memory. And most of us don't have the memory that we should have. <laughs> okay? What's the third one? I heard some something, but I don't know what you're saying. Okay? It can be because of a, a satanic spirit. That's right. Mm-hmm. Good. Now, let's go to number four. Because that's where we ended. Number four. Not believing that God heals in many ways. Do you know that your healing can be hindered because you don't believe that God heals in many ways? You cannot be healed because you don't even believe in medicine. You say, well, I don't believe in medicine. I don't think medicine has too many side effects, you know. Well, it's okay, you know. I thank God for medicine. Uh, Because when I was in the hospital... And I was not a happy camper. Uh, they gave me some penicillin. They gave me, you know, antibodies and stuff like that. And I'd already been taking other things, and it, it was not working. So uh, they did that, and praise God. Uh, then it started knocking the infection out. So it was pretty good. Do you believe in medicine? Okay, what do the rest of you believe in? You know? Now, I'm serious because, because, see, some people, they're so spiritual, 
They said, well, if God doesn't heal me, I'm not going, I'm not going to get healed. You know, he can do it. Well, that's, that's fine, but you got to realize that he uses many different ways. Okay? So don't reject medicine if, you know, this is what God's leading you to do. You know? So you got to be open to it for God to lead you. You got to be open to it. Now, one time, you know, um, I've heard people say things that they don't believe in medicine, and they, they'll, they'll get in a church, you know, and they'll say, well, you know, I believe by faith they're healed. And then they'll take their son or daughter off medication. And we've had instances in the news where people somewhere in the the world have died because of that. You don't want that to happen because of a lack of having an expanded view of what God can do. He can use medicine. Let's look at 1 Timothy 5.23. It says that no longer drink water exclusively. But use a little wine. Now, I want you to hear this now, just in case you didn't hear this now. For the sake of your stomach. It didn't say to get high, did it? Okay, I just want to, just want to make sure you understand what it said. We're talking about using it as, you know, uh, medical reasons. He, he, said, uh, he said, take a little wine for your stomach's sake. And your frequent ailments. That's what he says. Now, obviously, he was using wine as a type of uh, uh, medicine for his stomach back then. Okay? This is Paul telling Timothy. He could have said, Timothy, I've taught you well. Why, is you, why are you having stomach difficulties? You're supposed to be a man of faith. You know, shape up. He didn't say that, did he? Matter of fact, Paul could have prayed for himself. And he could have been healed. But he said, your frequent ailments. Okay. So, we, we, we're, we're open to medicine. Are you open to doctors? You need to be open to doctors because if you're not open to doctors, you might miss God's healing hand. He can do that. You know? Wouldn't have been sad if, if Baker didn't believe in doctors. Becky Powell, because she wouldn't, she, would, she wouldn't have her, her husband, Brian, in the hospital. But she believes in doctors, and we do too, you know. Now, let me explain this too. The doctors can only do what they know to do. You know, they can, they can uh, give you medicine, they can uh, dress a wound, they can do all those type of things, but it's still God who brings the healing. Doctors do not heal. They are just vessels God uses to heal. Okay? I want you to be clear of that now. Because some, some people put faith in doctors rather than faith in God. And that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about God using medicine, using doctors to bring about healing in our lives. But it's him who heals. Herbs. How many of you believe in herbs? Do you, do you know there's such, such a thing as herbs? I, I used to not know that. I didn't know what herbs were. Uh, I think most, most people know these days because of, you know, the, the movement towards um, trying to not take so many medicines that have, might have side effects and have herbs take herbs. You know, because you can take herbs for almost everything also. Costly, but you can take it, Okay. 
Genesis chapter 1, verse 29 and 30. Let's look there. I'm reading out the King James Version here. God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the, of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, when there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. Now, in the New American Standard Version, this uh, herb is a plant. It is a plant instead of herbs. Herbs are from what? Some from plants, something. Okay. That I know that I take uh, herbs a lot of times. It's like, like if I uh, get a, a cold, I'll, I'll take some echinacea. You know, I take some VSC. You know, I do those type of things. You know, because I believe that uh, I, I like I like to take herbs rather than the medicine. That's what I like to do. I'm not opposed to medicine. I just rather to take herbs. You know. Have you ever seen a commercial? And they said uh, uh, they, they named this medicine. And they said and then they give you some side effects. <laughs> you know. And some some is very comical, really. You know, they um, say you know uh, could cause death. You know, cause this and if you go blind, you know, if you stop taking it, you know, I said, my goodness gracious, <laughs> you know, it doesn't say that on 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 the herbs. It doesn't say that. Okay, God uses herbs. Is that correct? Uh, do you know that animals have sense? They know that they know that God gave gave uh uh. Herbs, they, they know poisonous stuff from, from, uh, the, the, um, good stuff. I know that, uh, uh, whenever planted some, some plants, they were herbs. I, I didn't know, you know, herbs, but the deer, they would come there and eat the herbs, you know. They don't eat anything poison, they eat the herbs, you know. I said, we ought to put some poison on these herbs, you know. And they, <laughs> and they'll die, you know. Uh, but, but, but they, they, they do. That's not very good, is it? <laughs> But 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 I'm serious. I don't buy no herbs for the plants to eat, for the animals to eat them. But they they do. They eat herbs, you know, because they know that that's good stuff. You know, that's good stuff. Our our grandparents they they had they had a lot of lot of stuff that, that for for uh, these ailments that we use medicine for today. Uh, and a lot of them they didn't get sick. They 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 you know mix up this and mix up that boy and take that stuff and. It tastes bad, but you get well. <laughs> you get well. Miracles. Miracles. Miracles are very important, too. If you don't believe in miracles, oh, you're going to miss God's healing. You can miss God's healing. Because the person who doesn't believe in, in, heal, in, in miracles, they will go to the doctor, they'll take medicine, they'll take herbs, they'll do all those type of things. But, hey, uh, hey, may I pray, pray for you? Uh, we'll pray for God's, you know, just miraculously heal you. Uh, you know, that, that's okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know? they, they, don't, they don't think it's going to happen. You know, these things, matter of fact, um, in, in my, you have to watch what kind of Bible you read, too. Okay? You say, what does it mean, what kind of Bible? 
See, a lot of study Bibles, they have commentaries down at the bottom. This Bible has, it has commentaries. Okay? And somebody wrote that commentary. And what did that somebody believe? And you, you go down there and you read it. Oh, this is what this means, you know? And you'll start believing it, thinking that's the Bible. This is not the Bible down here. This is just a commentary of somebody telling you what they, they believe that this means. I was reading in, uh, well, I have several types. You know, this, this type, uh, this one right here, this, this person is, is, is uh, a Calvinist right here. And they are sound in some areas, but this area over here in, in Corinthians, when I get to Corinthians uh, today, uh, they say, well, th- th- this was good, but, you know, let me read it to you. <laughs> it's interesting. It says that these gifts were necessary before the word of God was written. And I wrote down in my Bible just in case, you know, somebody get my Bible. And, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, because sometimes, you know, you use your Bible. If you write all your verse, you got you to get another one. And so, so I put down here, what a sad commentary of these verses and his false belief. The manifestations offered today also. That's what I wrote, okay? I have another uh, Bible that is is more Armenian, and it'll it'll tell me something different. So I have different study aids, and you need to to know what kind of study aids you have because you can go to a commentary, and um, it'll tell you some weird stuff, you know, like Matthew and Henry. It'll tell you some weird stuff when you get to the gifts and things like that, okay? Uh, So know what you're doing when you have... Uh, a Bible commentaries, or when you have a commentary, know what you're uh, getting into. Okay. First Corinthians twelve four four through eleven. Now, here we're talking about miracles. Now we're talking about miracles. We're still on miracles. It tells me that. Let's read it together. Well, I'll just read it, and you can look at it on the screen. Chapter, verse 4. Now, these are varieties of gifts. There are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. Yeah. That means certain gifts, certain people, not the same to all. And there are varieties of ministries in the same Lord. Okay. There's, there's varieties, the same varieties above, ministries of service. There are varieties of effects. That means a result of the energy of God in the life of a believer. There are different effects. But the same God who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation. The manifestation is making visible, making visible, the, the works of the Holy Spirit in a, in, in, in a congregation or in a, a, uh, in a situation. Manifestation is like, how do you know that it's, it's daytime? Because you look outside and it's light. Well, light manifests itself and so therefore it's a manifestation of a daytime. And so, uh, how do you know the Holy Spirit is moving in a place or in your life, in your, in your, uh, job, in your, uh, marriage or whatever, when gifts are being, are coming to light, you can know that, 
Oh, the Holy Spirit is manifesting himself. He's making, he's coming to life. See, the gifts are the Holy Spirit's gifts. And they are not for our, uh, let's say, to say, ooh, wait, look what I can do, you know. I have a gift of knowledge. I have a gift of miracles, you know. No, no, it's for worship. It's to worship God. It's to bring God glory. So when they, when you see people get, get healed, they, they jump and leap because they want to glorify God. They, they, they didn't say, ooh, we, Jesus, you, you know, I want to, I want to glorify Peter. I want to glorify Paul. They said, no, 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 don't you do that. This is all about God. Nothing about me. Okay. But to each one is given a manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. And to another, the word of knowledge, according to the same spirit, to another, faith by the same spirit, to another, gifts of healing by the one spirit, and to another, the effects, effecting of miracles, miracles, and to another, prophecy, and to another, distinguishing of spirits, and to another, various kinds of tongues, and to another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. So in other words, this commentary down here said that, oh, you know, this was necessary back before the Word of God came. Well, don't you believe that? This is necessary now. We need to distinguish spirits now. There are unclean spirits in this world now. There are unclean spirits in Lynchburg now. Okay? There are unclean spirits in your workplace now. <laughs> I don't care where you, where you are, there are unclean spirits now. I'm telling you. Okay? And they do go to church, by the way. Okay? They do go to church. So you need a discerning of spirits. Okay? We need to be open to miracles and not hinder healing in our lives. Okay. Another one, five, is a lack of prayer and fasting. Do you know that, that you can hinder healing because you're not a person that is given to fasting and prayer? Let's look at Matthew chapter 17. And when they came to the multitude, a man came to him, falling on his knees before him, saying, Lord, have mercy on me, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and is very ill, for he often falls in the fire and often in the water, and I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, O unbelieving and perverted generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I pull up with you? Bring him to me. And Jesus rebuked him, and the demon came out of him, and the boy was cured at once. Now, they could have given him medicine. They could have given him echinacea. They could have given him, you know, they, they could have brought in a doctor. That person was going to stay sick. Why? That sickness was not because of any you know, and anything that, that medicine gonna cure, doctor gonna cure, that thing that's causing that, that boy to be a lunatic was because of a demonic spirit. Okay? They still exist. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? 
And he said to them, because of the littleness of your faith. Now, remember the first one I said is the, is the lack of what? Faith. Okay. For truly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it shall move, and nothing shall be impossible for you. Now, uh, some people think that this is a, well, if you have faith, if, of a grain of mustard seed, and a mustard seed is the smallest of seeds. And do, do, you, do you realize now in Palestine, do you realize that it's really not talking about the actual size per se? In, in that, see, a mustard seed, not only it, it starts off small, but when you plant in the right soil, what does it grow up to be? A mighty plant, you see? Birds can come roosting. I mean, it's, 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 it's a mighty plant. I mean, it grows. It grows to be real strong. So God has given to each, you know, the measure of faith. So we have enough faith if we would exercise that faith. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the what? Word of God. We got to get in this word of God so we can build our faith up. We got to hear the preach word so we can get in our, our faith. And we got to hear the proclaim words. You got to get over and over and over and over and over it so you can keep it in your heart because we have so much we're bombarded by so much unbelief in this world. Yeah. And we're, we're bombarded by so many things that try to get us off of God also. Verse 21. But this kind does not, does not go out except by what? Prayer and fasting. So sometimes healing is hindered because we might not be a person of prayer and a person of fasting. Now, obviously, Jesus didn't say, now, see, if you'd have missed breakfast, you know, you would have been able to cast us out. Jesus was a, was a man of prayer. He says that the Lord, you know, God's house should be called a house of prayer. Our temple should be called a house of prayer. We should be a people of prayer. And also, we should be fasting often. You know? Nobody likes to hear that. You know? Maybe after Christmas. Right? But God wants us to be people of fasting. And we might teach a message on that sometimes, just on fasting. The benefits of it. Number six. Now, number one was what? Oh, one of them was what? Lack of faith. Another one? Sin in our lives. Number two. Another one? Three. That's three. What was another one? Okay. Satanic spirits. Demonic spirits. Okay. Another one? Not believing that God heals in many different ways. Okay. What's another one? Lack of prayer. And fasting. Okay? Here's a, here's six. Having an unforgiving, have a having unforgiveness in your heart. Do you know that unforgiveness can hinder healing? It can hinder a lot of things. Let's look at Psalm 66, 16 to 20. Come and hear all who fear God. And I will tell you what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth and he, he, and he was extorted with my tongue. If I regard wickedness in my heart, 
the Lord will not hear. Did you hear that? Verse 18. If I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear. But certainly God has heard. He has given heed to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who has turned away my, who has not turned away my prayer, nor his loving kindness from me. Regarding wickedness in your heart can do that. Now I tell you, wickedness, uh, is opposite of righteousness. Do you realize that when God has forgiven us of that which we could not pay, and we turn around and hold something against somebody, you know, some little thing, and it's, it's anything is little compared to uh, what God has given, forgiven us for, then that's, 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 that's evil, that's wickedness in our heart. God doesn't want an unforgiven heart. He really doesn't. That can hinder healing. Let me call up um, Daniel Brooks and Elder Dadio. Could you come up? Here, please. They have a testimony, and they're going to um, give us a testimony of healing, how God has healed their life. Come on up on the stage so you can, get on, you can be on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all don't know, you, you don't know we had, had secret cameras, did you? You didn't. I thought you were healed. Okay. <laughs> okay, now, now, you remember we told you there, there are different types of healing, right? We also told you that um, you need to be praying all the time for any time somebody says, oh, I got a headache. Oh, let me pray. Let me pray for that headache, you know? You know, you need to be quick to do that in your, in your family and everything. Let's get Elder John first here. Elder John, um, you did that, and I think uh, when, when uh, our child was doing the doing the communion and all like that to have testimony. I think your little son came up, right, and gave a little testimony. Tell us what, 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 what actually happened. Um, we were going, I was putting uh, David and Jonathan to bed one night, and uh, we always read the scripture, and then we have a prayer time, and then we have a praise time. So he came in, and, and he had a really sad face, and I said, Jonathan, what's wrong? And he said, I said, my, my stomach really hurts. I said, well, did you go to the bathroom? I said, go ahead, go to the bathroom and see if that helps. So I went to the bathroom, came back, still had a real sad face, said it hurt. So I said, well, let me pray for you. So he laid down, I just put my hands on him and prayed a simple prayer, asked Jesus to heal him, amen. Uh, then uh, it was time to read their Bible, so I, I sit on their bed with them and I got the Bible out. Well, he's jumping up and down behind me like a trampoline on the mattress. I said, Jonathan, what are you doing? I thought you didn't feel good. <laughs> you know? He said, I feel fine. I said, oh, and then I thought, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, God just healed you. I said, do you realize that? He said, yeah. So we sit down and uh, <laughs> we thank God that God healed him. And it was neat in the, in the, in the weeks that have ensued, uh, he's gone around telling people that God has healed him. Wow. Uh, so he's, and he came here on the Thanksgiving service when Chad had people give thanks. He wanted to give thanks. And, uh, but he was a little afraid, and my wife encouraged him, said, no, you do it, just speak loudly. So he's way back there in this little, little boy voice. He spoke as loud as he could, uh, giving thanks to God for that. So I praise God for that. I really do. Okay, thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Ron. That was a physical healing. Now, 
I don't know whether you all know Daniel Brooks. How many of you don't know Daniel Brooks? Okay. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, now, uh, Daniel, tell them a little bit about uh, how you were emotionally when you came to Cornerstone and, and when you go to any church, really. Uh, uh, I used to go to church a lot. I used to just be going just to hear the word and, and really hear people sing. But when I was in church, my whole shirt was sweat. I mean, my whole shirt would be soaked, so I would leave church. I would do it every time, do it every time. So uh, I talked to my mom. She stays in Jackson, well, she used to live in Jackson, Mississippi, before she, before she passed. And uh, she told me, you need to find you a, a real church. So one day I was going to a filling station, gas station, and I ran into a female by the name of Mallory. And uh, she invited me to come to Quarterstone. So I came to Quarterstone, and I enjoyed the service. I enjoyed Pastor, his word, and everything. And I didn't know he had been watching me because I was still sweating, too, and uh, I would leave church early. So one day I told Mallory my uh, stomach was hurting real bad, so she convinced me to sit through it, and I sat through it, and it went away. And then from that day on, as far as being at Cornerstone, uh, I uh, never miss a day. I don't leave out early anymore. <laughs> I, uh, 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 with Sam's help, too, I'm uh, in Bible study now. I, uh, I Last week I got convinced, to, somebody convinced me to go into the prayer team. I went in there. So a lot of things I'm trying to do. Uh, a couple of times I called Sam on the phone and uh, invited, asked that I be invited to come some of his training. So all that I've been doing, I'm still trying to walk the right way. And I don't sweat anymore, so I feel good about that. Praise God. Thank you, Dan. Okay, thank you. Praise God. Praise God. You know, the enemy wants to not have you in a place where you can hear the word of God. And he'll use any method that you allow him to use. And if you're kind of fearful about something, about being around people, sometimes that fear will grasp you and it cause you to start you know, uh, having all sorts of symptoms, which happened to Daniel, but praise God that that uh, that he's been delivered from that. Okay, let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you that you heal today. You heal not only physically, but also emotionally, mentally, Lord. Every single spiritually, Lord, socially. You heal, heal relationships. That's what salvation is, healing our relationship that was uh, severed when Adam sinned. And the only way we can repair that is acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. If there's anyone here that you have not healed that, that relationship, the most important relationship, the relationship between our Father and you. Today is the day of salvation. If you just raise your hand and put it back down, we'll pray for you because we want everyone to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. That's what the Word of God says. Anyone here that would like to give their life to Jesus Christ, would you please stand? Would everybody please stand, please? Would the prayer team come up, please? there's anyone here that you say, you know, I need relationships, a relationship healed. I need 
um, emotional healing. I need a physical healing. Today is the day that God wants to meet that need. And I praise God for the bringing to light his gifts because that tells us that the Holy Spirit is moving and flowing and has come to light in this place. But you have to give him that opportunity. You have to open your heart to the word of God. He confirms his word with signs following. That's what he does. If there's anyone here that need anything, then come up and pray. If you need a, just a, a prophetic word, then today is the day that we have uh, some of the prophetic team stand over here and they will pray over you and see what God may be saying. Because prophecy is also a manifestation of the Spirit of God. 